Hey, you scruffy-looking nerf herders. Welcome to Records of the Republic, a podcast where we talk about all things Star Wars, from canon to the EU to Legends content and more. We are your hosts, Wade and Kevin, and we're going to make the jump to light speed as we try to tackle today's topic of conversation with you. Strap yourself in, and don't get cocky, as we embark on this journey together into the Star Wars universe. Hey guys, welcome back to Records of the Republic. Holy crap, what a mostly fun week we've had. It is Good Friday, and it's good for more than one reason. Specifically, Star Wars Celebration started today, and we have had a lot of awesome, awesome news to come out recently. Uh, My name is Wade. I am one half of Records of the Republic. Joined with me today is my other half, Kevin. How are you, Kevin? Fantastic. It's everything works out for for good. We normally we record on Thursdays. <laughs> we didn't this week because of some extenuating circumstances, and it just so happened that the next day was celebration, where a lot of really cool thing things were announced that we get to talk about today. So much good instead news. of next week. Holy cow! Yeah. I'm so I'm so happy we were able to put this off. Like normally I'm pretty OCD and I like to have it always done same day, released same yep. time, you know, to the best of my ability. But oh my gosh, I'm so glad Penny had something come up that made me stay home with Gene. Well, you know, maybe next time, like in the future, when we when we have stuff like this, we could just do, schedule it on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I, I can I could agree with that if we have something coming but, up. I just totally forgot that it started Friday and not Saturday. Yeah, for some reason. So when I woke up this morning, it was like Christmas for me when I got on Twitter, and I was like, oh, my God, what is going on? And then I went, oh, that's right, celebrations this weekend. Yeah, I thought it was – I thought it started tomorrow as well. But before we break that down, how's your week been? Dude, it's been good. Uh, I finished management training this week, which is exciting. Um, so the next step is just for a management position to open up for me so that I can apply for it and start managing. So that was good. Um, finished High Republic, The Rising Storm, which was a decent book. The, so far, the High Republic books have been entertaining. They're not like my favorite Star Wars content, and I'm pretty sure they probably never will be. But they're not bad by any means. They're not like anywhere near like battle scars or I think that's the only book that I've truly, truly disliked. Um, but yeah, the high Republic books have been pretty good. I gave this one about a 3.5. Um, it was, it was very enjoyable. And today I got to pre-order Jedi survivor, which is super exciting. Lucky. Um, I was playing a dude. I'm so, so excited for this. Like I, I've been, Working through finishing Fallen Order again, and I'm getting close. I just finished the Ilum arc where I'm building my lightsaber and then fighting my way back yep. out, and we're going back to Dathomir. So I've got to do a couple more things in Fallen Order to officially be done, but I've got a couple of weeks before Survivor drops, so I think I should have plenty of time to to finish Fallen Order again. Awesome. So it's it's been awesome. It's been wonderful. It's been a great week. How about you? A lot. It's been a it's been a packed week. So outside of Star Wars, because we do have lives outside of Star Wars. Um, 
What? We finally, after 15 months, moved the baby out of our room. Um, and the reason she was in here for so long was kind of because we have a smaller house. You know, we only have three bedrooms, the my bedroom, right. the Sky's room, and then Zach's room. But um, I had an office space. And the reason why we hadn't moved anybody into there before is because it's connected to the only bathroom in the house. Um, so you have to walk through the room to get to the bathroom. And right. um, we just, Jess and I were just kind of like, we got to get this kid out of here. You know, as much as, as much as we love her and I am a bit sad, you know, cause she, it just means that she's older and everything. And she's not as, you know, she's not a little baby anymore. She's yeah. growing. Yeah. Um, I made Zach aware of the risks and said, look, man, sometimes it gets stinky in there. Like it's next to the bathroom. And he was like, I don't care. I want that room. So um, I spent all of last weekend basically playing musical chairs with the rooms. I had to take all of all of my stuff out of the office. Most of it ended up in the basement, unfortunately. Um, mm. And then I had to move. At least you guys have a basement. Yeah, but it's not though. a very – like the stuff isn't really safe down there. Like safe as in I need to like oh. put it in boxes and seal it. Because it's an old house, you I know, got there's you. moisture down there, so I need to get some boxes yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. put everything away in. Hey, I know a guy who could help you out with some moisture issues in the crawl or basement if you need, need in some help. In New Hampshire? Is yeah. You? Let me get yeah. a plane ticket, <laughs> and I'll head right up. And <laughs> um, If I owned this house, maybe, but I don't own this house. I rent it, so the landlord can yeah. figure it out if she wants to. That's right. Um so most of my stuff ended up downstairs, unfortunately, like all my Funkos and my records and whatnot. Um, the records I really need to get taken care of because they can easily get ruined if I leave them down there for too long. Yeah, you'll have to put them in like a plastic yeah. crate or something. That yeah, I'll probably, when I get them boxed up, I'll probably bring them upstairs um, and just find yeah, there you a go. safe spot for them. You need to find a place for those Funkos, too. They've got to be displayed. They sure man. do, but the records are a bit they're worth a bit more. I got some old ones down there. Um, so I got all my stuff out, moved all of his stuff down there, and then um, got the baby stuff out of our room and into that room, which we're in, still in the process of painting. Um, and then I brought all of my stuff that I could up into up in here to the bedroom. Um, and it's as... It's not a perfect solution, but oh my goodness, it has been so much better. The baby is sleeping through Good. the night without any issue, whereas before Heck it was yeah. kind of hit or miss. Sometimes she would, sometimes she wouldn't. We have our space back. Like, we can watch TV at night, you know, right. have a snack in our in our bed if we want to, which it might be kind of weird, but it's something we always enjoy doing, like a little midnight snack. No, that's not weird. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so everybody just kind of has their own space again, and it's great. Sad, but oh, it makes great. a huge yeah. difference. Yeah, and I don't really mind working up here either. Like I know some people would get like stir crazy. Not that's not me. Um, I I don't mind it at all. At least not yet. We'll see. Who knows what the future has? But right now, it's great. Right, we got lucky um, with Gene. Man, the first time we tried having him sleep the whole night through, um, 
he was maybe three or four months yeah. old, I think. And he had no problems. I mean, he slept like eight or nine hours nice. straight and we haven't had, you know, unless he was sick, obviously like, you know, when they're sick, they wake up a little more if they've got a cough, but you know, sickness aside, he has no problem sleeping through the night nice. ever, which has been the hugest blessing to us because that can be a nightmare sometimes. And if some parents have a hard time with trying to get their kids to not only fall asleep, but stay well, asleep. Well, that was my life. She she was easy in the beginning, but the older she got, the more she realized, hey, if I make this noise, they're three feet away and they want to sleep. So they'll pick me up. Um, that's right. So that's not <laughs> happening anymore. But she's even sleeping later into the morning, too. Like for, for what kind of pushed us to the breaking point was a, she was still waking up in the middle of the night, but she'd wake up anywhere between four and 6am. Um, so mm. we just kind of were like, all right, get this kid out of here. And it's been like, she's been sleeping through the night and she wakes up. Sometimes I have to wake her up in the morning, um, you know, just to get her going. So that's, it's very, it's, it couldn't nice. have been very nice. Yeah. It couldn't have worked out better. Um, good deal. But I have also, I am still working my way through Master and Apprentice. I've got about 140 pages left. Um, it's a pretty long book, but it's it's heating up. I'm really starting to enjoy it a lot more. Uh, there. Yeah, I told you. I told you just I to wait faith. for a second. If I did, I would have stopped reading it. But they're they're talking. I'm getting more of the Obi Wan Qui Gon dynamic, uh, yeah. which is which is what oh, I was yeah. hoping for. And it's, it's still, the writing is really good. It's, it's really heating up. Yeah. The first half, the first half of that book really just sets up kind of the, the background story and relationships to, you know, how Qui-Gon viewed his master yeah. and how uh, his master viewed his first apprentice. And then, you know, how Qui-Gon's trying to take from what he learned and apply it. And, you know, there's just a lot of setup. So it is a little slower at first, but. Once you get into it, it, it gets much Yeah, better. and it never lost me. Like, there was never a point where I was like, all right, this sucks. I'm done. There were definitely moments where I was like, all right, let's get on with it. Right. But it never it never lost me, which which is good. Um, I started playing through Fallen Order again. I haven't, I've only played through it once, and it was pretty soon after it came out. So it's nice. There were a lot of things that I forgot, and it's just such right. a cool game. The puzzles, man. The puzzles kill me. I always forget what I'm supposed to do. So I end up spending like half an hour in one room sitting here and trying to figure out like what, how do I figure this I out? Think I'll have a, I think I'll have an easier time with those than I did the first time because I'll be able to jog my memory. Um, but it's cool. The, the, the story is, it's better than I remember. The gameplay itself is better than I remember. I, I do remember loving the oh, combat. Oh, it's so good. I, I think that, that it really is a good yeah. Um, they, they really did a great job with it. They did a fantastic job. I even watched it. a couple episodes of Clone Wars, um, which I haven't done in a while. I don't remember the character's name, but it was it was the little guy, and he kind of just like bullies the droids. Um, but they're the ones. You mean the little the little green yeah. alien guy that hides that hides inside of one of them? Yeah, but he, and he's always like tearing them down, trying to boss them around, and they and he ends up needing them. Yeah, I'm trying to remember his name too. I can picture him. He was annoying. Uh, that's an arc that I almost always skip when rewatching Clone Wars. I, liked it. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed I hate it. it. I thought so it was much. cool that the droids 
I because I normally skip stuff like that too. Like droids are cool. I get it. I'm not interested in in an arc that's primarily about droids. But I watched it, um, and I was I was very much invested. It may have been the substances of the night that were keeping me interested, but um, it was great. I thought it was cool, and I'm it made me want to keep watching. <laughs> I disconnected those dots. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I do. <laughs> yeah, that would. I mean, I I feel like I could uh I could sit down and probably enjoy those episodes too if yeah. you catch my drift. It, it enhanced <laughs> it. Context. It was nice. Um, yeah, I bet it was. It does. It may, <laughs> I am gonna put a pin in Clone Wars because I thought about just starting it over. I feel like I need to go through Rebels again, given everything that went down today. Oh no, kidding, dude! Like, um, if I hadn't just gone through Rebels again. Like a month or two ago, I probably would be doing the yeah. same thing. I actually just worked again through um, Tarkovsky's. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, original Clone okay. Wars from Cartoon Network. Um, I just reworked my way through all of that again. I still want to do that. I talked and, about uh, it last week that I wanted to do it. I know that's the that's the whole reason I did it because I was like, oh, well, maybe he's going to do it this weekend because we had talked about watching it together and then we just never yeah connected over the weekend. But yeah, so I rewatched that and I mean it, it's still pretty good. Um, you know, it's interesting seeing some of the differences in um, not not really voice actors but just storylines and where different things go. Like there are some similarities to the Clone Wars um, that we saw later on. And then there are some completely out of left field differences. And I'm like, oh, that's very interesting how they set that up. Hmm. So um, it was it was interesting. We'll have to we'll have to yeah. do a recap or a comparison between the two at some point. Kind of hard to compare, though, because one, you know, the one is only like a couple hours long and the other one will take you weeks to Seven work seasons, through, if not months, you know, so it, it would be hard to compare yeah. those two. Um, but yeah, good stuff. But yeah, Rebels, holy cow. So today, as we said before, was the first day of Star Wars Celebration. And there is a whole lot of news to cover. And most of it we're going to react to a little bit later. We've got a special guest uh, joining us a little later in this recording. But just going over some of the talking points, uh, we've got three new movies that have been confirmed coming out. Uh, one by Charmin Obayad Chinoy, um, and it's supposed to be a movie about Rey rebuilding the Jedi Order. And I think, if I'm correct, this is the movie that David Lindelof was originally working on and then walked out on. I would remember? assume that's – I don't think we'll ever know unless he straight up says it, but I would assume so. Yeah, I think this was the one. But So apparently Rey is going to be – this is going to be 15 years after the rise of Skywalker and she will have been working towards rebuilding the Jedi order. So I'm interested to see it. I'm not going to hate on it. I, obviously I haven't seen anything about it. We don't, we don't really know much except that she's going to be in it. Um, the only thing that I can say that I really, really hope, well, there are two things that I really hope for. I hope they bring Finn back as a part of the Jedi order. Um, even though I, I doubt John Boyega is going to do another project with them. I hope that they reach out to him and try to Money work talks. something out because, 
I, man, I really want to see him redeemed after the way they did him yep. dirty in the Agreed. sequels. Um, and I also want Ray to drop the Skywalker. Not gonna, they, they, they can't do that. They're, they've committed to it. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping maybe I'll get one of those yeah. two. I am. So. I'm actually really genuinely excited about that movie. Trying to have an open mind because it wasn't it, a. It wasn't Daisy Ridley that I didn't like, and it wasn't the character right. itself that I didn't like. It was the no. execu- like the writing uh, and the timeline of it mm-hmm. that really is what bothers me the most. So I'm I'm open to it. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. Well, I look at it this way, you know, none of the. None of the movies that I didn't like under Disney's leadership kept me from seeing or enjoying other yeah. movies, if that makes sense. You know, like Force Awakens came out. I enjoyed it. It was pretty decent. Uh, I think after that, wasn't Rogue One after yeah. Force Awakens? So Rogue One came out. Fantastic movie. I thought it was great. One of the best Star Wars movies I've ever seen. Last Jedi came out. Yeah. You know, it was, eh. <laughs> but that didn't keep me from going. That's about all I'm going to say on here. Cause I, I've seen Twitter and I've seen so many, listen, I was on Twitter earlier and it drove me nuts. Like we talk about all the people who, you know, are kind of toxic around, you know, being anti sequels and there's that aspect of it. But let me tell you, some of the pro sequel people are just as bad, if not worse. Well, I've been seeing so much ugliness towards people who didn't like the sequels and people who are just genuinely like, I just didn't think the writing was all that good. You know, not people who are like being ugly and hating it, but you know, you've got people on the other side who are just pro everything sequel and they're sitting there going, yeah, suck it. How does that feel? How do you like that? This is, you know, and I'm like, all right, let's calm down. Let's just all try to enjoy. Right. I mean, you've got the one side, which is the, the anti sequels ones which don't think that the sequel fans are true Star Wars fans. And you've got the, the sequel fans that think that the the people that don't like them are uncultured swine. Yeah. Like, why can't we just meet in the middle and agree that not everything is for yeah. everyone? Star Wars is Star Wars. There's enough out well, there Well, I think part of the problem... Harp on that as long as I, I think can. think part of the problem with, with the fandom is there's, a very, there's very much a lack of open-mindedness to, to projects. Everybody kind of goes in with that's gonna hurt. Yeah, yeah, we can break that down later. I mean, we still have to do our review of all the movies whenever, like, whenever Mando's done, and and we have time to go into that stuff. But I, I would agree with you. Like, it's a wide, vast galaxy, and there's plenty of room for all kinds of stories and and characters, and some that we may like, and some that we may not. And I, I don't even think the storyline as a whole was too much of a concern versus just the writing and execution. Um, But, you know, going back to what I was saying, Last Jedi didn't keep me from going to see Solo. Um, And Solo, I really enjoyed. I was actually listening to the Scuttlebutt podcast today on their uh, episode about Solo, talking about, you know, what were its shortcomings? Why do you think it didn't do as well in theaters? You know, what were its strengths? Where did, you know, what did we really enjoy? And I think the general consensus among Star Wars fans is that Solo is actually a very fun, enjoyable movie. Is it the best Star Wars movie? No, it, you know, but I don't think anyone ever expected it to be the best. Um, I, you know, and I have the, I, I am graced with the ability to say 
that I am one of the Star Wars fans who did go see it opening night in theaters, you know, regardless. And I do remember the theater was not as packed as I thought it was going to be. Um, and I think that was a fallout from The Last Jedi, among other things. So, but it didn't keep me from seeing that. And it didn't keep me from seeing The Rise of Skywalker, which obviously was the next movie in the trilogy of what I consider to be the weakest trilogy in Star Wars films. And so none of that, none of my feelings about those are going to keep me from seeing this Ray-led uh, post-Rise of Skywalker movie in theaters. I'm still going to buy opening tickets for back-to-back -back showings, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go and I'm going to enjoy myself, regardless of how I feel about the movie. As you should. So, I, that, I think that's what it comes down to, you know. I may come out of it saying, that wasn't what I was hoping for. Or I may come out and say, wow, that was better than expected. You know, I'm not putting my expectations very high based on where they left this character off or these characters from this era. But I'm also not going to go in with the mindset of I'm going to trash this movie. It's obviously going to be awful because that's just stupid and yep. ignorant. Yeah, you're I mean, if, if you're right. You have to you can go in with some expectations, but I think you have to go in if I mean, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do, but. I think if you want to have any potential of enjoying anything, you should go in with a reasonable expectation that it might be good. It might it might be different. Yep. But that doesn't mean that it, that it's bad. Exactly. So we've got that film coming out. We've got a James Mangold film, uh, which is going to be about the first ever Jedi to use the Force. So we're going to the very very beginning. You know, the genesis of so Star cool. Wars, essentially, where the Force began or where Jedi came to recognize the Force and use it. So we don't really know too much about that. Now, people at Celebration may know and, in fact, probably do know a lot more than we do because we're getting everything secondhand from what we're seeing in news articles and, and on Twitter, uh, just because we are not there, obviously. We... Both have families and jobs and stuff that keeps us rooted here right now. And London is a very long trip. So, but to those of you who are able to make it over there, I am living vicariously through you right now. So please, please, please enjoy yourselves for us. If not for you, do it for me. So we've got that film coming out, which is going to be pretty exciting. Um, I'm very intrigued by this era. Untapped. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of outside of some little EU content that we've had about it at one point. Um, you know, it really is very open in terms of how they how they do this. So that's going to be a good one. Um, hopefully that means since they are starting the timeline, we are going to get some Old Republic stuff eventually. That would be sweet. Because that's something that a lot of people, I know Dylan especially, our friend Dylan, would absolutely go nuts over that. So we've got that. And then we've got the Dave Filoni film that belongs within the Mandoverse or Mandalorian saga. And it's supposed to, in some form or another, bring together all of his TV shows. So I don't know if it's the ultimate culmination at the end of these shows that we're going to get one large movie, you know, Endgame style. I don't know 
what that's going to look like. I don't know much more than that. I just know Dave Filoni is getting a movie, which is something so many of us have asked for for a while now. So very, very, very excited for that movie. Out of the three, I would say that's the one I'm the most excited for. Um, just because I think he's got a proven track record of good Star Wars but he content. he hasn't done film yet. He doesn't, but he's yep. done TV. If they're different. So he's, 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 it is, but he's taken that step into live action. He wasn't sure how well he was going to enjoy or do live action, but, I mean, he's done fantastically so far, and based on what we saw from the Ahsoka trailer, it looks like it's oh, going to be yeah. really, really good. I think really he's good. probably going to lean on John pretty heavily. Like, I, I think I heard Kathleen Kennedy say that John's oh, a producer. I, I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I, I would not be surprised by that at all. I, I would expect just about all live-action content around the Mandoverse to have John Favreau's name on it. Well, he's somewhere. also got his background in film. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would very much expect his name to be attached to that, especially considering his background with right. movies, you know, movie filmography. So with that said, we also have multiple shows coming out. So we've got Ahsoka uh, coming out August of this year, and we got a trailer for it. And holy crap, I can't imagine them holding much more back than we already got. Like, I can't, I, I just, from what we've seen in the trailer, if that's any indicator, I, I don't know what else there is to hide except. They shouldn't put anything wrong. else out. I, I hope they don't. That was what they put out in this one trailer is more than enough to get the fans hyped. Yep. I mean, everyone's hyped about it. I've seen so many polls on Twitter and. Uh, asking, you know, what are you most looking forward to about, you know, or what are you most looking forward to, which show or which movie or that kind of thing. And it's always Ahsoka. Ahsoka is the top. Everyone's looking forward to it. You know, he's got us hooked. There's no question about it. I, I can't think of a time so, when a teaser, it wasn't even a full trailer. It was a teaser. I can't think of yeah. one that's ever shown that much. And I think it just, my, I think it speaks to how excited Dave Filoni is about it because Ahsoka is his baby. Like, that is his best oh, yeah. and best creation, at least in my opinion. And it, it seems to be consistent with um, everything that they're doing. Like, this is his magnum opus. Someone pointed this out to me the other day, and uh, I went, oh, you're right. Uh, since we heard Ahsoka's voice in Rise of Skywalker, when Ray's doing the, no, yeah. I am all the Jedi, you know, that whole part. That very much means we could at some point see Ahsoka die in the Mandalorian or the Ahsoka series or in the movie. I would bet that it's the movie. So I don't. I just don't want to see it. Yeah, I don't either. I'm not. I'm not ready for it. Ahsoka is one of my favorites. Yeah. So, which is so funny, you know, when you think about what an awesome impact Ahsoka has had on the Star Wars community versus where that character started out. You know, because it started out where people just did not care for her at all. And now it's like everyone's crazy about her and everyone's looking forward to the new show. So, I mean, we got, uh, besides Ahsoka, we got characters like Hera, Chopper, Sabine, Ezra, uh, what we assume is Thrawn. We just saw the back of his head. I, I'm, I believe it is probably him. Um, 
but they're obviously not revealing who's playing him because there's been like zero leaks on who is to play Thrawn. I mean, it's pretty, um, it's pretty certain. So, I mean, didn't she literally say Thrawn and then heir to the empire and then it showed the back of him? It, so she said, yes, um, there have been rumors about Thrawn returning, uh, claiming to be the heir of the heir to the empire, which is an awesome yeah. nod to the EU books. And I hope, I hope some of what Filoni does, not all of it, but some of it kind of follows, uh, some of what happens in the, in those books. Um, but then we do see the back of what we believe to be Thrawn's head, but we just see hair and his coat. So we don't really see his skin. So you color. think there's a chance that it's we not don't really see. I, I mean, I would not be surprised if they were throwing us for a loop and that scene is a different. See, character. I didn't take it that way at all. I took it as that is a hundred percent Thrawn. Well, I think that's what yeah. we were meant to do. I think we were meant to believe that. If it's not Thrawn, it better be somebody great. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I wouldn't be surprised if they I threw us for at least with that. Like I get it. I think that that's a pretty common thing that people do. But I would be absolutely floored, and I'd be kind of mad to be honest with you if it yeah. wasn't Thrawn. I would like to know, as I've seen a lot of people asking on Twitter, where is Callus? Yeah, in all of this. You know, I mean, we got to see Zeb with the New Republic, and my assumption is if we don't see him in um, Ahsoka, then he's probably somewhere with the New Republic. That well, would be my guess. And then I had a couple a couple people were asking, where's Rex in all of this? You know, is he so still for Zeb, I'll shout out to, to my coworker, Corey. I was talking to him about it today, and he said that he thinks that they, they timed this all purposefully and that they showed – Zeb in um, in Mando knowing that this trailer would come out or this teaser would come out today um, and that it, it probably means that we will get Zeb in the show because that would, kind of like my point with Luke, that would be quite an expensive cameo. Yeah. Well, I would agree, especially with how well done the cameo yeah. was. I mean, they, they did a fantastic job with the CGI. Um, so I, I would be willing to bet that we'll see Zeb. I don't think we'll see him regularly. Obviously, I think we're going to see Ahsoka regularly. We're going to see um, Sabine and Hera yep. pretty regularly. And we did see live-action Ezra. Yeah, it was cool. I missed it the first time. In the hologram. Really one that pointed it out. Yeah, I was pretty excited about that. So we pretty much got the whole gang except Kanan Rip. R.I.P., <laughs> man. Yeah, rest in the force, my brother. But it'd be cool if we got him at some point. So that's the Ahsoka show coming out in August of this year, and then we have Skeleton Crew coming out later this year um, after Ahsoka, which I'm pretty stoked about. I got to see, you know, they've got clips here and there on YouTube of different pieces of the trailers. And so I got to see a little bit of it, but it was confirmed that Jude Law's character is a Jedi. So your theory's still alive then, huh? Yep. My theory that he might be Kyle Katarn or a Kyle Katarn-esque character is very alive and well. Excellent. I'm not going to make any bets with you about uh, that one. So... <laughs> well, honestly, that would probably be a good time to make a bet with me because there's no guarantee that I'm anywhere near correct. Well, I mean, 
except that he's a Jedi. That I mean, that's pretty much we'll it. See. Um, so we've got that coming out, which I'm actually, I would say I'm equally excited about that uh, as I am, Whoa. yeah, as Ahsoka, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know it's crazy, but we've seen all these other characters before, so it's going to be like a reuniting family moment, which is awesome, and I'm super, super pumped for that. But to see in it, 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 if he is Kyle Katarn, I'm going to lose my crap because that's an EU character from a video game that I've played sure. many times, and I would love to see his character in live action. So, I mean, it, it, it'd be a big deal. Yeah, I could get down with that. I mean, I'm, Ahsoka's like a top five for me. Um, I, I'm very excited about that. But I'm more, I would say I'm more excited about Acolyte than Skeleton Crew. Well, I'm pretty excited about Acolyte too, but that's because we're getting another Jedi Wookiee. Yes. Yeah, you were telling me about that. That's... I don't... I, I don't care yeah. about anything else, literally nothing else about the movie or the show, I should say. Um, we're getting Junus, Jonas, Junus, Junus Jones, his last name. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he is going to be playing a Wookiee Jedi named Kelnaka, uh, which I am super, super stoked because Wookiees are like some among my top three favorite species or characters in Star Wars. And when you add that with a Jedi, I, I lose my crap. Like, yeah. uh, Gunji, one of my favorite you know Jedi you of to all do? time. Because like, I know in the past you, you've put together, like, Mando suits and stuff. You need to get, like, move, a movie-quality set of Wookiee suits for you and Gene. And you guys just go... That's just yeah, so but expensive. It's, it's your thing. <laughs> Man, if I were to listen, if I were to get a costume right now, it would just be plain Jedi robes. I mean, I have a Jedi robe costume right now. But you, need to, you need to be a Wookiee. I, I mean, I would maybe consider Mandalorian armor because it's relatively cheap to make. But you know, other than that, there's not just much. Think else. You wouldn't have to do anything to your face. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's not a bad point. Save some money. Just let the hair grow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would listen. I would love to dress up as a Wookiee, and then on top of that, to dress up as a Wookiee Jedi, I'd, I'd do it in a heartbeat. There's no question about Imagine it. Imagine Gene's face. But it's all. It all comes down yeah. to the money, man. If the money ain't there, the money yeah, ain't I hear there. You. Believe me. But yeah, that's so. We're getting Kelnaka. I'd like to see Buriaga at some point um, in at least animated show, if not in a movie, but or a live action show. But I don't know that we'll see him yet. He hasn't played a, a super important role. He's had a couple of moments in the books so far where he's like played a semi crucial role. But outside of that, he really hasn't had anything else going for him. Um, but he's a Wookiee Jedi, so yep. he's got that. Yeah, it's going to be cool. I think that that show is going to so be really interesting. I think it's going to be completely different than anything we've seen. Yeah. Well, and based on the trailer uh, that they were showing at Disney, now that one hasn't actually been fully released yet like Ahsoka has. 
But based on the clips that I've seen, it looks like they've actually got quite a bit yeah. of it done. So I'm expecting we're probably going to get a very early 2024 release for that. Uh, I'm all that about show, it. For Acolyte. So I'm super excited. And then Andor Season 2, yep. of course, will be coming out as well in 2024. And that's pretty exciting. Um, that one I wouldn't say I'm... I'm kind of neutral about. Obviously, I'm excited for it, and I'm going. I'm looking forward to enjoying it, but I'm just not ramping up for it nearly as much as some of these. I would agree with that. I don't really think that now was the right time to release that trailer. Um, I think they would have cap. It would have been better for them if they released it a little bit later on. I am very excited about it. I loved season one. Uh, it was yeah, oh, it, it was fantastic. Your Star Wars, but. It's just it's being out outshined by everything else. Right. Yeah, I can agree with that. So that's pretty much it in terms of announcements that I really noticed. Did you notice anything that I missed? No, I think I mean we'll cover things more. I think we I think we covered everything at a bird's eye view like we hope to. And more stuff will come out and I'm sure we'll have more stuff to talk about next week. I just can't imagine what all they're going to come out with tomorrow. Give me Bad Batch. Give me that announcement. That, yeah, that's true. They might they might do Bad Batch season three. They might now, announce do you that think, tomorrow. Do you think their strategy? Like, do you think there's something big that that like they're holding out on us? You know, save the best for last. Or do you think they kind of did all the big stuff and and to and the next the next announcements are going to be more minor? No, I. I think there's a very good chance that they're kind of doing like a sandwich, you know, like when you're, when you're working in HR or management and you gotta, you gotta get onto someone, you know, you get the, that nice piece of bread to kind of compliment them. And then that, that meaty section is like, Hey, here's where you're really falling short or need to work on. And then you give them another piece of bread to kind of soften the blow I think they're kind of doing that same kind of thing. Like the first day is going to be just awesome. Wow. Bam. Hit you. Second day is going to be like, all right, here's some things that we're working on as well. Still going to be fun. Go socialize with everyone. Third day. I think they're going to talk about maybe some kind of project. You know, season two, you and McGregor. Yeah. That's something like, I mean, that's just my nerd heart hoping. I, I definitely I doubt they're it, actually going to talk about it. Kenobi season two, but I wouldn't, I, I mean, I wouldn't put it past yeah. them to do something like that. Um, I, I just, I want more Kenobi while you and is still too, alive. Wade, but I also don't, I love what we got. And I, I feel like they told the story. Oh, I'm happy with it. And if it, if they don't do anything else with Kenobi, that's fine. I'm not going to be like heart. I'm just worried that they'll ruin it. Like but... they, I feel like they told a complete story and they should just leave it alone. Like maybe like, if you really want to go into the Luke stuff, then Put it in a comic book. Yeah, but don't you want to know what happened to Rey? Yes, but I don't think that that needs to be in a Kenobi show. Like I, <laughs> I said that before that I thought that she, her story should have been its own thing. Like it should have been its own show. It maybe intertwined a little bit. Yeah, I was just kidding. I don't, I, I don't think we I need any that more Rey. Cool, and I, I would love to know. I would love to know more. She was alright. I right. don't think that. I don't think that it needs to be in a Kenobi season two. They can do a book about it or, or something That's fair. like that. And I would read it, and I would probably enjoy it. That's fair. So I, I don't know if they're going to announce something that big 
Um, you know, if they do, maybe it's going to be, you know, an actual trilogy. Maybe they're going to do something Old Republic related uh, and confirm it. They also haven't talked about Taika yeah. Waititi's film, which to my knowledge up to this point was the only one that was still confirmed. So I don't know what, what they have in three. store for the third day. No, I don't I think, think maybe. So. I think we would have heard about that already. Yeah, I, I doubt it. But anyway, so that's what we got from Star Wars Celebration. Real quick, we're going to talk a little bit about Mando Chapter 22, Guns for Hire. So, Kevin, how did you feel about this episode? Well, I loved it. I understand some of the criticism that I saw. I really do. But I thought it was a fun episode. I think it was a nice break because we've gotten a ton of plot and and story-heavy episodes. Felt like it was nice to have one where it was a bit of a break and then that ending. But we'll we'll get there. Um, I thought the cameos were cool. I I know (laughs) – I I think you're going to disagree with me, but I thought they were cool. Like (laughs) – they were funny. Like, I will watch anything that Jack Black does. I I think that he played a, a great role. It was funny. Like, the way that him and Lizzo were arguing. What was he saying? <laughs> He's like, they're reprogrammed. And he just kept saying it over and over again. I thought that was hilarious. I did not... Um, I don't know. It felt kind of like a clunky sure. episode to me. It felt kind of awkward. It didn't feel like Star Wars to me half the time. Um, I thought Jack Black and Lizzo were just too much cameo-wise. Like, there's good cameo, and there's bad cameo. Zeb, good cameo. You probably like Christopher Lloyd, then, because uh, that was more of a natural cameo. I did. I did. Christopher Lloyd was a... I, I think he was yeah. perfectly cast for his role in this in this episode. Like a mad scientist. And I, I thought he's – yes, he kind of is one of those guys that flies under the radar and you, you totally forget that he's been in some of these other big name, you know, like obviously Back to the Future. Like you forget about some of those because I, I was interested in his character here. Versus when I looked at Jack Black and I listened to him, I couldn't stop thinking about things like Nacho Libre and Schoolhouse Rock. And, you know, like those are great. Those are great movies. That's not an actor. I mean, Jack Black is very one dimensional in oh, a lot of ways. Please. He he plays this he plays this obnoxiously funny character who is kind of on the edge. And, you know, like that's who he is. And. It's awesome, and it works for most movies that he's in. Jumanji, he was fantastic in that. He was not right for Star Wars in this role. I think they could make a role that he would be right for. I don't think this was it. And Lizzo was even worse. Lizzo was, and this isn't a this isn't me bashing Lizzo. She's a fantastic musical artist. She's got a lot of skill. My wife loves her. In fact. Penny sat down and watched this episode with me because she found out Lizzo was in it and she was interested to see. And like, after a few lines, Penny was like, she's not a good actress. And I was like, 
no, no, I, I would agree. And she was like, I think she's reading off of prompters. And I was like, yeah, I think so too. Like she just, she didn't have any. And then like you get to the end when Christopher Lloyd's character is brought before him and he's like, she's like, oh, you've served my family for so long. I've known you for so long. You know, I feel so betrayed, but there's like absolutely zero emotion or recognition that they've actually had a relationship at any point like that the acting was so bad and it felt so high school play -ish. that's the point wait they, i mean that's what it no it was awful no no listen this is the, star no, a, wars all right this isn't they're crazy royals this that's is the not point. they're supposed to sound like that no, yes. no, 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 no. It was so awkward and cringy. And I just sat there going, oh, I woke up at 3 a.m. for this. This was a mistake. I've got to rethink yes, my life do. choices. You don't need to get up Maybe Lord of the Rings is for me. Like, I, I don't know what I got to do, but I got to do something because this wasn't it. This Look, was it wasn't not it. the best episode, right? Like, I'm not sitting here saying it blew me away. The ending did. I mean, I think you probably, we, we, you and I haven't discussed it. But I'm sure the ending was fantastic for you. Um, yeah, I mean the ending was great. I mean it's what. Although I found I found it very weird to watch Mandalorians playing catch like they're at a picnic. <laughs> they kind of have fun too. Like that. Come on. Like the last time I really saw Mandalorians hanging out in an area like that, I think was Rebels, and. You know, they're doing like fist fights. They're practicing their fighting yeah, skills in, and stuff like that. We're in, in Clone Wars. This season. <laughs> but that but that's what I'm saying. That's who Mandalorians are. They're not these like, oh hey, go along. <laughs> you know, and then they're tossing the pig skin. Like they, they I don't I don't need them throwing around the Ugnot skin the out Ugnot there. Skin. You know, this is it's, You know, it's I didn't not, even notice that they were doing dude, it's, that. it's just I didn't even notice that. It's, it, that that's something that bothered me. I mean, it's not like it took away from the whole thing for me, but it's like when you guys are hanging around camp, like you guys are warriors, you shouldn't be out here playing catch, you know? I mean, it's not hot potato. It's like, <laughs> now if they were doing it with a live detonator, like they had activated it and they were like playing hot potato, I'd be like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah that's Mandalorian. You know, like if they had a thermal detonator activated and they're like, hot yeah. potato, hot potato, hot potato, ah, you almost got, you know, that, okay. I can get behind that, but they're tossing a ball. Like what? Yeah, what? I mean, I guess it kind of takes away from the, the whole. There, these are badass warriors. Yeah, it's supposed to be like this serious right badass episode or uh, arc where they're supposed to be. I get yeah, it. But keep that off playing I catch. Get it. I get it. Yeah, you know that's not I who Mandalorians are. Now the fight between Axe and Bo. Great fight. I thought it was great. The jet use of jetpacks and all of their attachments and stuff. Like, super well, was cool. it you that predicted Loved how Bo Katan was the one that was like the. I think, yeah, it was I you. think we even talked about it on an episode where we were. I was basically like, technically, the creature defeated Din, Bo defeated the creature with the Darksaber. So. By the transitive property, you know what, though, I've got to say she should technically the, own it. The pre-episode recap totally ruined that for me because as soon as I saw that that scene was in there, I knew exactly what was going to happen. Oh, that's fair. I skipped through. Yeah, those anyway. I, I didn't this time, and it, it totally ruined it. I mean, it was still cool, and I, I Bo-Katan is just now you know I you got to so, skip through it. But it just 
they with their I mean, Katan this season is just so cool. I love what they're doing. We keep talking about it every week, and it's just every week it gets better and better. And now we know that it's only going to get better because she's the leader. Kevin, if you're a real Star Wars fan, you should. I didn't need say that I needed to remember recap. what's going on. You should automatically just know where the skip button is and hit. Well, have you it every ever? Time. You know what's annoying By about some of these streaming apps? Muscle memory. If you do it and you wait too long, like just a second too long, sometimes it goes away and you can't get it back. Isn't that so annoying? Yes, <laughs> yes it is. Oh, I these know. first world problems that we're complaining about. Stupid intro. Our magical, mystical, our imaginary warrior people are playing catch and we can't <laughs> skip the intro. Uh, yep. What problems we have. But I mean, I mean, it wasn't an awful episode overall, but it definitely was hard for me to to get into it when I saw, you know, like the Quarren and the the Mon Calamari. Yeah, that was, that was cool. all right. It was kind of cheesy, kind of corny romance, but it was it wasn't like awful. But then the Jack Black and Lizzo thing really turned me off because the minute I saw her, I was like, oh my yeah. god! Well, all right. Lizzo. So what? Out of one out of five, what would you rate the episode? Maybe I would give a, it three. a three, three, three point three. I'm not giving oh, it that. That's way too three much. Tenths of three a is like the absolute oh, max. Man. Yep. Three is the absolute max. All right. Well, they are, if I were grading this, they right, would well, have Well, they failed. can't all be winners. I, I disagree. If everything's a winner, then everything's a loser, it's too. Season one, season two. I, I thought everything in season one really? and season two were winners. I'd have to go back and rewatch yeah. them all again. I really did. I did. I, w- I wouldn't give any of those episodes. Lower so you than know, a 3. you probably 5. agree with one of the tweets that I that I saw then that this was the last Jedi of Mando episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rough. I don't know if I'd say that. I, I wouldn't put it that far because I'm not as invested in the Mandalorians as I am with Luke Skywalker, right? So like, I've got a uh, my fanship of Luke is just so much higher and in depth than of Din Djarin and Baby Yoda, Grogu, and uh, Bo-Katan and all that. Like, Mandalorians are cool, and I love learning. I, I love seeing the lore brought to life in this, but I'm not nearly as invested. I mean, you got to think we've only had Mandalorian for a few years. I've had Luke since I was four. So when you take a character that I've been loving for 18, 19 years, and you totally do a 180 on his character and who he is out of left field, like, yeah, I'm going to be way more upset with it than I am with something that I've been kind of vested in. Well, you know what's an interesting thought about this is that for a lot of people, like a lot of kids, Din Djarin or Bo-Katan are going to be their Luke Skywalker, which is kind of cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's awesome. That's that's totally cool. Well, it's the same thing with Rey and Finn and Poe. That's part of why I'm excited for the Rey movies because I know Skyler, my daughter, loves Rey. Right. So that's why it's like, you know, it is what it is. But this episode was not the worst episode. Well, probably the worst episode of Mandalorian that I've seen. Not the worst Star Wars product that I've seen. You know, I there were enjoyable moments for me um, when they started doing kind of the investigating sure. and, um, you know, they talked to the Ugnaughts. It was really cool seeing how Din interacted with them the uh, from uh, taking from. We haven't even talked about the droids. Do what? The what? droids come after. Yeah, that's what I, I was talking okay. about the Ugnaughts first. 
I'm excited. You're jumping ahead, Kevin. So the Ugnots were cool because, you know, you see Din kind of take what he learned with his stint of time with Queel. And he mentioned, he name drops him for the first time, I think, since season one. Um, I don't think we've had any mention of him directly at any point since then. So, uh, you know, he name drops him. And, you know, the whole time he's much more diplomatic than I would have expected. You know, he, he, Bo's kind of trying to get to the bottom of what's going on with these droids and why they're malfunctioning and almost in a accusatory manner to them. But Din's like, no, we know your craftsmanship is well known throughout the galaxies. Like, Ugnaughts are known for their crafty, like, handiwork. We just need to figure out what's going on, what's causing this. And so, like, the way he kind of diplomatically talks to them, you can see he's grown a lot. Because you look at look at the way he talked to the Jawas in Season 1, I think it was, of Mandalorian. Yeah. And they were taking the parts from the Razor Crest. Like, he's, he's really learned and grown a lot. So I really enjoyed that aspect of it. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, they get to where they're inspecting the droids. Uh, B1 and B2 battle droids, which was super cool to see. And uh, Bo even makes a uh, comment saying, I, I haven't seen these since the Clone Wars. So it was kind of cool to see them again in live action. We had seen the B2s. I think they may have had a couple of B1s in the flashback in season one, but I know they had a bunch of B2 battle droids um, in Din's childhood flashbacks. So, but it was really cool. Like, <laughs> I very much felt his anger towards droids as yeah. he's kicking them to test which one is, <laughs> I mean, you, you can see there's some pent up rage in that. I mean, he's not just like trying to push him over. No, he's like full on, like trying to drop their <laughs> knees out from under the tabletop. So that was, that was kind of cool. And then they did find the, the droid, one of the droids that malfunctioned and had this huge chase scene, which you oh, weren't a fan of, but I thought it didn't it make, it didn't make didn't sense to me. It's, it, I can't, articulate it it's just not what battle droids do like they don't run away like that and like yeah but these ones are reprogrammed i get that maybe they have some maybe they have some artificial intelligence i get that and sure like that would explain it but i just think it's stupid i feel about that that scene (laughs) i think lizzo and jack and i let star wars is stupid. stupid at me that's why I I'm letting about you. That I'm not, the I'm way not saying you're stupid for it. The, um, the cha- no, Jack Black the, and Lizzo. Uh, I agree. The, <laughs> the, the, the scene in Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi when when Leia's running through the woods like that chase. That's how I feel yeah. about this chase. Now, now that was a worse chase because you could see some of the acting in it was like some of the branches that she like ran under. You're like, dude, you can push that aside or just simply yeah. step over it but then they would like stop and be like oh no i'm blocked i can't how do i get around this and it's like are you serious so some of that that was actually maybe a really just, bad maybe chase scene like I, I get, they must have been i mean they were pretty bad like we got we kind of got an idea of that as the as the series went on that they weren't exactly the best yeah, everybody's gotta start somewhere <laughs> they kind of sucked at their jobs but no, I mean, at least in this chase scene, like, all right, if we can put aside the fact that, you know, we can disagree on whether or not the droid would have run, the chase scene itself I, I thought was pretty fun. 
I mean, the again, the use of jetpacks for me with Bo-Katan yeah. is awesome. Like she, like you see it, Din has to like drop to the ground to try and avoid getting hit by stuff being thrown. And, you know, he's got, he's, he's got a much harder job than she does. Cause every time something comes, she hisses her jetpack to just kind of like, ah, Oh, not a problem. I'm going to be over here. I'm going to be over there now. So I thought it was, I, I thought the CSI aspect of it was kind of weird. Like the pulling it out of the morgue, pulling the body out of the morgue cool. and, having to to draw the oil sample i was like ah would you really do that for a droid like i thought it was i wouldn't I, it's yeah, it weird. Was a weird episode it, it was definitely I, weird. definitely i i grant that 100 percent. it was, oh, a, weird it was a weird episode I like <laughs> yeah no question about that it was uh it was i don't know it was just like a little too csi like yeah i mean we care about droids because they are property but I, I I don't know that I'd go to the extent of having so a would you, would for you droid call this bodies. First miss by Bryce Dallas Howard. It's hard to say. I mean, it really. I want to know who was in charge of casting. Yeah. And then writing, because she just directs it. Well, didn't John write so it? If, I mean. If he did, it's the first miss by John. I think John wrote it. I think he. I... Okay, well, John, you screwed up. You done he messed up, Favreau. I liked it. Again, I thought it was cool. Y'all, you, you should have let Filoni write it. At least Filoni knows Star Wars. Wow. Wow, Wade. How <laughs> how disrespectful can you be? One, I'm sorry. One miss. I should take that back. Favreau, you've done a lot for the Star Wars world. Don't don't like excommunicate our uh, podcast because I'm not being excommunicated just you, you. he's he, <laughs> yeah. getting kicked off and replaced <laughs> no I mean he's done a great job I, I do think everyone's going to have sure. misses here and there and I, I for me this was a miss this was not something that really sat with me you know there were like two crucial moments maybe in it and that's about yeah. it so I, I just it, it wasn't it wasn't quite doing it for me, you know. Totally fair. But overall, not bad. I still think if we're going to do like fan service cameos stuff like that, um, it needs to be more Star Wars related and less pop culture related. Because that's what you know. Even Penny was saying that she was like, "I don't understand why they're trying to bring in a pop culture." Well, I think Lizzo. Cameo. Versus bringing in like a former character or another interesting character if that we want to see with this one. I mean, I think Jack Black makes sense. He, like he's in this type of community. Jack but, Black, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a neutral with, on. Like I, I was okay with it. With it Lizzo, I'm sure it was the type of thing where she approached somebody or has a connection because from what I saw this week, she's been a lifelong Star Wars fan. Like it's a big thing with her and her dad. So like, yeah, but everyone says that anyone who's ever been in star Wars is like, Oh yeah, I watched star. I yeah, mean, but everyone's she, seen it. You got to so look it, at the things it, that she said. I think that you would believe it. Listen, I think, I think someone on staff needed to get tickets <laughs> to Lizzo's concert for their daughter and her friends. And so they were like, just kidding. I can't steal that joke. Rebel Force Radio oh. did that earlier, but I laughed. Yeah, it was I mean, funny. It, it could be a number of different. <laughs> I mean, that's the only. 
to me, that's the only thing that would make me say, okay, that makes sense. Like, that's how Lizzo got into Star Wars in terms of the show. Like, that's how she got onto the show. Is like someone somewhere wanted to trade, exchange some kind of, you know, concert yeah. hookup situation. Because it just, it seems so it far did. out of left field. It did. I mean, it, it it took me, like, I had to sit there and pause the episode for a second and just stare and go, oh, my God. Yeah. That's Lizzo. No, it was. What am I going right to do? Am I going to continue watching it? I mean, it just, it felt so unnatural. And I think that in addition with, you know, if she were, if she were a better actress, I might not have noticed it as much, but because it felt so out of left field and the acting was pretty poor, it just, it, it did not seem to fit. Like I said, with Jack Black, I'm kind of neutral with him. Do I think he fit in the Star Wars universe in that role? Yeah, not really, but I think he could. You know, because he didn't have a lot of lines. And that's the other thing. Out of the two of them, Lizzo got way more lines than Jack Black did. But Jack Black's the experienced praise. The man actor. of theater. So, why, you know, why aren't we at least, you know, if we're going to do something like that, okay, have Lizzo be there and maybe say a couple of things back and forth, but have Jack Black's character do most of the talking. I get what you're saying. I, I do. You I know. Just, I don't. I don't feel it. I thought it was fun. It, it was a fun episode overall. I'll give it that. I'm not going to shoot it down. I'm not I'm not hating on the episode. I, I just didn't love it like I did. I've loved every single episode of Mandalorian up yeah. to this one. It, it definitely was a you big know? change of pace. So it was one of those. It was just one of those. It just it really kind of twisted my feelings. Not in that. You know, I don't love Mandalorian anymore, but I really felt conflicted and confused walking away from that episode as well, to how I felt. And that, I don't think Mandalorian. I think I'm in the that. minority here, so I think you represent what I've seen for the most part on social media. But I stand by it. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I liked Lizzo. I liked Jack Black. I didn't like the chase. Well, ultimately, I, ultimately, I'm just really excited to see the last two episodes and where we yeah. go from here. Because I mean. You can only yeah, go up from here got two more. <laughs> unless you bring in. Re yeah. I mean, then I don't know what we're going to talk about. We might just have to take an, a hiatus until August. There's things that we can talk about. There's a, there's a bunch of things that we can yeah, talk about. Maybe. Yeah. Like Jedi well, we Survivor. We can talk about past things that have come out that like our favorite movies, you know, all those things that what we, what we love about Star Wars. Well, dive further into that. Here's what I'll say. I'll say, hey, to all of our 20-something listeners out there, if you guys are interested in hearing us talk about something specific in Star Wars, TV show, movie, book, video game, whatever, comic books, let us know. Let us know if you have something that you want us to discuss, and we can work on getting that Definitely. scheduled. So, with that said, um, we do have a special guest tonight our friend dylan is going to be joining us i'm going to bring him in in a second dylan is a friend of ours from college uh so all three of us went to the same college together for a couple of years then we all kind of went our different right ways at different times i think i was the first one to leave uh college and i think kevin left and i think dylan actually graduated so kudos to dylan but i'm going to go ahead and bring him in here 
Hello, Dylan. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you guys. The question is, can you hear sure me? Sure can. Yes. Yes, I can. Great. So, and it doesn't Dylan, sound too bad, right? Nope. No, it sounds I mean, great. Can I tell you where Dylan, I'm recording from? Yes. I am currently recording from a car, driving with my phone. And that's why, guys, if you start a podcast, Riverside is the way to go. It's pretty solid. <laughs> It has been much better than the the previous platform we used, which will not be named for now. We'll keep um, it in Voldemort status. They must not be named. That's right. <laughs> uh, Dylan, you did graduate college, correct? I was one of those people who said, well, I'm already enough in debt. I might as well finish. Okay. So, I so that's did what I thought. I thought you did. Yeah, I got my master's. I went into the specific degree program at the school Ew. where I could get my bachelor's and master's done. So I knocked both those boys out by 2021. So I finished and I was like, all right, I'm going to peace out now and head up to uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia, where my wife is from. Her and her family live there. And so they are from Fredericksburg. And so we live there now. And we we like it, I think. We're starting to feel some of the economic strains, but other than that, it could be worse. Okay. Well, you are kind of in between me and Kevin with you being in Virginia and Kevin being up north and me being south of you. So we kind of make a nice little, well, really awkward triangle, actually, if we were to draw some lines between where we probably all are. A line. Yeah, that's... It's probably, probably a line. line. I was going to say, it's probably a line, like Kevin said. Well, no, if there are three different spots, unless they are all perfectly in line with each other, it would make a triangle. Well, maybe we should look that up and see about post a picture on Yeah, we should. That would be it. Here's the perfect line, the perfect triangle. Of It's Fredericksburg, Henderson, uh, and then Kevin yeah, in New Hampshire somewhere. Rochester. So I'll work on that. Because Henderson and Fredericksburg are like kind of across North Carolina to Virginia. And then I think hitting up to New Hampshire is where we'll make a little triangle. So I'm gonna I'm gonna vote triangle. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna be a triangle. Kevin just no, doesn't I just know don't his want geology to be right, Wade. Maybe it's geology and geometry. You need <laughs> to know both of them. Well, I was I was I was hoping Kevin would correct it me. Is. It's actually geography that I'm looking for. That that is the correct. I was I was hoping Kevin would correct me, but he did not. No, nah, I think he's kind of over the beginning part where y'all thought about <laughs> the most recent episode of Mando. He's like, no, yeah, I'm, gonna yeah, yeah. Have I'm gonna let people think you're dumb. <laughs> so, Dylan, we are looking at here in the next month or so starting a new venture for Records of the Republic. A uh, little branch off live stream called Dylan's Diner, based off of Dex's Diner. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about? Well, let let's start here. Tell us a little bit about you and your background with Star Wars. That is a good question. So for me, Star Wars has been something involved with me since probably I was four. Because I'm trying to think, in 1999 when I was four. The new movies, like 1, 2, and 3 at that time, had not come out yet. So I was living off of the cassettes of 4, 5, and 6. And I was Mm. buying, like, Legos. And just, like, Star Wars was awesome. 
I yeah. thought Darth Vader was the worst at that time because he's like, ooh, he's the bad guy. I always wanted to be Luke, the good guy, or Han Solo. That's who I wanted to be growing up. And then episode one came out, and my parents took me to the movie theater, and we watched episode one. And I can remember, there's only been two times in my life that I've ever done this first Star Wars movie, wait. And I visibly was in shock and awe. And it was when Darth Vader ignited both of his, like, like pieces of his lightsaber, both sides. And it was like, oh, it's about to go down. And as a, like, you mean, six, five to six-year-old kid, when you mean Darth Obi- Maul? Did I say Vader? Yeah, you said Vader. But that's okay. Yeah, I, I know what you meant. I, yeah, well, I appreciate it. See, we all make mistakes. I'm sorry. Yes, Darth Maul, when he ignites both sides of those lightsabers, it was just like, <gasps> and the reason I said Vader is because that's the second moment, is Rogue One in college going with my uncle in Wake Forest and watching Rogue One and being like, movie's over. It's over. And then hearing the, I'm like, oh, no. And it's the dark hallway and you know it. And that lightsaber ignites and you're just like, I think I was so in my seat, I grabbed my aunt's arm and was just like, and it was like that air left me. Because he just starts whipping that lightsaber around, and he's just going at it. And so for me, Star Wars means everything. Yep. Like, I love Star Wars. It's one of those things where what the prequels did for me is give me clarity on the sequels. And what I mean by that is Obi-Wan was also one of my major favorite characters, like Ben Kenobi. And then the prequels told his story. Now, is the prequels the primary focus is Obi-Wan? No, it's Anakin and Vader. But Obi-Wan played such a great um character seeing his growth in one, two, and three and how Ewan McGregor portrays him is like Chef's Kiss masterpiece. Like I don't think there's anyone oh, yeah. who could ever portray him better. And the only person that comes close is um I'm forgetting the voice actor's name. Something Arnold Taylor. Um Yeah, James Arnold his, Taylor. James Arnold Taylor, who does his voice in Clone Wars. But honestly that's Star Wars for me, just growing up with it, watching things. I'll leave the sequels alone for tonight's podcast, but maybe one night we can kind of discuss the sequels, like and seven, talk about eight, it. nine, and just throw that down. Um, you do want me to talk about it or no? No, I know what you're saying, though. Yeah, I just think it's one of those things where you want to find the good, too. Like, I think overall those movies are okay not fantastic but okay i don't want to diverge too much all that to be said i love star wars i'm all for it rebels clone wars the whole shebang i'm here for it well that's what's up yeah so we're gonna be trying to um occasionally on saturdays do a live stream on youtube um and call it dylan's diner essentially. And we're just going to take one piece of Star Wars. Uh, It could be a specific topic, a specific episode, a specific movie, um, or TV show, you know, comic book, whatever. And we're just going to do kind of a roundtable discussion on it. Our thoughts, our opinions, how it made us feel, um, you know, and compare it to other stuff that we've received, whether it's in the same era or a completely different era. You know, that's that's kind of our goal with this. And our goal is to kind of have another outlet to engage with our listeners, as well as uh, include Dylan on some of our projects. He's 
been a huge part of Star Wars for us at times. Um, I know I can remember back in college, that was one of the bonding moments for me and Dylan is just realizing just how into Star Wars he was, um, kind of like how Kevin and I met. And so since we've started this podcast, Dylan's constantly been, you know, involved, messaging us ideas and topics and questions. And we've had so many awesome, fun discussions just over messaging that we thought, well, you know, we could really bring this out and, you know, have, have some others engage with us in that. Um, so that's kind of our goal here. We're going to start doing that and we'll have announcements and put up plenty of notice. So you guys know when those live streams are to, to come out and join us for that. But we are really, really excited for this um, and to have Dylan as a part of Records of the Republic. So with that, um, I think we've pretty much covered everything. I know this was a little bit of a longer episode today. So as always, if you have any questions or you know you guys want to discuss anything with us, reach out to us, let us know um, you know what you want to talk about essentially. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Reddit. You can look up Records of the Republic on any of those. And of course, whatever major platform uh, you use for listening to podcasts. Uh, with that, I have nothing else. Guys, do you have anything else? Not me. I'll let Kevin speak first. Okay. I have one thing to think about or add. If you do YouTube live stream and those of you who are listening to us, Ask questions during the live stream about what we're talking about. I mean, I've seen Absolutely. other people do that and it's super successful. So for those who are listening, that's a really awesome way to engage like Wade and Kevin. I'm, I think I'll par- probably play more of like a moderator. Like I'll still speak, obviously, but it's like Dylan's Diner, if I can maybe say this and we can close out on it. The idea kind of comes from episode two, like Dex's Diner. And how Obi-Wan mm-hmm. kind of went to Dex for advice. Now, again, I'm not smarter than Wade and Kevin. We're all kind of coming to the table with something <laughs> and going, here's this Star Wars thing. What do we all think? And then Dex is kind of like, oh, I know about this topic. Let me tell you. So I'm kind of playing just like an extra piece to their already known knowledge of the topic. So I'm just really looking forward to being a part of that with you guys. And I really thank you for the opportunity. Just It's going to be a lot of fun. Wars. Absolutely, man. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a lot of fun discussions. So, Oh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Well, everyone, that is a wrap. Looking forward to the next couple of days of Star Wars Celebration, and we look forward to bringing you Episode 12 next week. As always, may the Force be with you, and remember, this is the way. All right, that's a wrap.